0: Hello and welcome. I'm Connie Reagan Green and this is Prestabilious Excellence in Marketing where I share the latest, the greatest, the most important tips and strategies for marketing on the internet or offline with brick and mortar businesses. I deal with them all. So today's topic is email marketing and this has been a topic It's been controversial since I came online in 2006, so almost 18 years now. I think of email marketing as the very best strategy for you to reach your target audience and connect with the people, build relationships, and finally grow your business by serving the people that are on your email list. Now, yes, we do go way beyond email marketing, but it must start there. When you get someone on your list and they decide that, yes, it's a good fit, they enjoy hearing from you, you enjoy sharing with them, you're starting a conversation. And yes, you're doing it virtually and you're typing it in, you're not speaking with them at that point, but this is the beginning of a conversation. I think back to when I was in sixth grade and had a pen pal. She lived in Birmingham. Her name was Maryland. She lived in Birmingham, England. So she was a Brummie, she told me. A Birmingham native over in the UK was called a Brummie. And we started that conversation. And finally, over the years, we finally had a phone call and we finally met in person. But it began with the words that we wrote back and forth to each other. So, During my first year or two or three online, so 2006, 2007, 2008, there were people who claimed, and these were people who were big names on the internet, and they claimed that email was dead, not just email marketing for business purposes, but email altogether, that people were tired of receiving emails, they didn't want to send emails, it was dead, but they never quite told us The rest of us, people that were not big names at the time, they never quite told us what would replace it. One person, when pressed on a webinar that I was on early on, 2006, 2007, said that there would be something on our desktop and something on our phones, which finally would become smartphones, and people could communicate that way. Well, that never quite materialized, and nobody could quite understand how it is. And the most interesting thing that we all pointed out during those years was that the people telling us that email marketing and email in general was dead, they were communicating that to us via email. (laughs) So that ended up being pretty funny. So Ellen Finkelstein and I, we've done two email marketing summits, and we're just about to finish the second one. We did one last year, so... Uh, 2022, and we're doing this one at the end of this year, 2023, and I'm sure that we'll do it again, and the people that come on as speakers, so she and I both speak, but that we have speakers this year. We have 14 speakers in all, so 12 people besides Ellen and myself, and we right away, we want to know what is their stand on email marketing, and how often are they marketing via email, and what do they really think of it? and so far, last year and this year, everyone is emailing either daily or close to that, like five five days a week. And they said they can't imagine not having that relationship with the people on their list. So I truly love that idea. And these are people that are high six and also seven-figure earners. So this would be like, like Ellen and I. And I want you to think about what you're doing with email. I teach several courses where I go into this in depth. One of them is called uh, email every day, dot, 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 before you have a list. And I'm trying to get people to practice with emailing. They can email me. They can email their friends, their family members. The number one objection is that when they want to email someone, that person just wants to text with them. So we all decide what's okay for us, what works for us, and what doesn't. If people are texting you and you're comfortable with that, then maybe you would continue. But I challenge you to convert some of the people, whether they're friends or family members or neighbors. I've done this with neighbors in both of the cities where I live, where I've said, I have something more I want to share with you. Please let me have your email address and then check your email. And I do I do a thing. It's called Jackie Lawson Cards. Beautiful cards with music and they're animated and they're just gorgeous. I pay for it every two years. I don't know what it is, 30 or $40 for a two-year uh, subscription to this. And when I do this with neighbors, with friends, with family members, they love it very much because there's not truly another way to send and then have someone receive a card from me in this way. So when I do that, that's part of me practicing my email marketing in terms of getting people to get away from texting, get away from your phone for texting, and instead do something through email that can be more substantial. So I work with all groups, all types of groups of people, people from all kinds of backgrounds. I work with people in the trades, so plumbers and dentists and things like that. Most recently, I was a featured author at a book fair. And part of that was I was going to be a speaker and a presenter, and I was talking about authorship and how writing has changed my life, and uh, of the people there, we had about 60 authors, and then we had several hundred people that came that are interested in writing, interested in becoming a, a published author, and I was the only one that had more than 25 titles to my name, and that's only since 2009. Most of the people had one or two books. A few of them had three or four or five, but that was about it. So I posed the question to them because they wanted to talk about how I wrote so many books. And I'm writing another book right now on marketing, actually. And I'll be talking about email marketing. I'm actually devoting more than a full chapter, so it'll be about 15% of this book on marketing overall, to email marketing. So I posed the question to them. I said, can someone find you online? And are you building a list? So lots of hands went up, and I said, All right, what do you have? They have a website. Somebody else, a website, a website. And I said, What can they do on the website? Oh, they can read about my books, and then they can click to go to wherever the book would be sold. Either some of them are selling the book and fulfilling themselves, which I do not recommend, but some people choose to do this. Other people had some things on Amazon, other people had them. Like mine are on Amazon, and also you can go to Barnes and Noble. You can go to any bookstore in the world and request my book; they'll bring it in and sell it to you. So, they told me that people could go there, and I said, "But when the people go there, are you adding them to your list?" And the room, a hush fell over the room. They were silent, and I said, "What if somebody meets you somewhere, or they find out about you, or someone recommends the book, and they go to your website?" What you're telling me is the only choice is for the person to say, Yes, look at this website. I love it. This book is interesting. They're going to click and buy the book. Or, more likely than not, they're not going to click and buy the book, not that day perhaps. But you don't have a way to start a conversation with them and communicate with them over time. And they said, No. And I said, Why? And they said, Well, we're not sure that's a good idea. We don't want to bother people. And, you know, if you say that you don't want to bother someone, that's a reflection on you, not on the person. When people work with me in my various courses I teach and my mentor programs, I have two of them, uh, I always say, no, I want to hear from you every day. If you have something to talk to me about every day, email me every day. This is my life. This is my business. I love hearing from you. And when they say they don't want to bother me, I always say, why would anything that you are communicating to someone that you want to connect with or someone – you're already connected with through a program or something, why would that be bothering them? They have to think about that. And finally, they put that aside, because that's almost like a child that's been told no by an adult too many times. You know, I'm busy now. Don't bother me now. We have to throw away that thinking. That thinking has no place for even for children, and especially not for adults when we're trying to do a business. So with this group of people at the book fair, I convince them, for the most part, we'll see if they follow through, to start an email list and have people be able to opt in, maybe for a chapter of their book, maybe for information on information on the topic of their book, maybe for information on becoming a writer or an author. And you can do this. I use AWeber. AWeber has a free account. If you go to me slash free. And Aweber is A-W-E-B-E-R, one W and one B. So ConnieLoves.me slash Aweber free. You can get a free account. When you have 500 people on your list, they'll char- start charging you a nominal monthly amount, or you can pay quarterly or annually for that. By the time you have 500 people on your list, you'll be making some money. Why? Because you're going to start emailing them. So in terms of how often I send emails, I send emails seven, seven days a week. And once in a while, I'm sending emails twice on one of the days or two of the days or more. Depends on when, when it is. We just had our Black Friday. On two of the days, there were things that were closing at midnight I wanted to remind people of. And the way I think of my email is that I only send email on the days that I'm open for business. I have an online business. So that means I can send email any day and I'm telling them about something that's available right now. So I want you to truly rethink your feelings about email. I want you to practice emailing me. I'm Connie Greenhouse at Yahoo.com. Tell me that you're listening to the podcast. Tell me that you've subscribed to the podcast. Tell me that even though this is episode 118, You've been with me since before this podcast. I had two previous podcasts. I've been podcasting since 2011, 2012, so quite quite a ways back. Let's start a conversation. Ask me your questions, your most compelling questions. What is it you're working on right now? How could I help you to do something more or something different? How could I share a strategy with you that you would say, aha, that's what I've been looking for? I would love to do that. So email marketing has never been more alive than it is right now, the end of 2023. We're headed into 2024 in the next three and a half weeks. And I want to see you truly build a business that you can not only be proud of, but one that is very profitable and very satisfying. And I've talked about speaking, being a public speaker, Today, I, I do that very regularly. I do it in person. I do it virtually. I do it kind of at the drop of a hat. If someone says, maybe I'm at a Rotary meeting. I'm a Rotarian. Maybe someone says, does anybody have something to say about, you know, our event that's coming up in, in two weeks? And I would say, well, yes. And they let me go to the podium and take the microphone and I practice my public speaking. I share the information with them, the who, what, when, where, why, and details and Why we all should be participating in it. There's so many ways that you can do that. Maybe you'll write to me and give me your perspective and your views on emailing. And yes, we all get so many emails every day, but staying on someone's list is a choice, right? We have the CAN Spam Act, which says when someone sends you a commercial email, you need to be able to scroll to the bottom and unsubscribe quickly and easily just with one click. Sometimes they ask you, sometimes they ask you why I recently unsubscribed from the list of someone that I'm working with in one of my mentor programs. And I was hoping they would give me a reason why, or else I would have emailed her separately, but it said, why are you unsubscribing? And I wrote in there, I said, I'm already on your list with my other email that I use more for business. And so that's, you know, an explanation so that there aren't hurt feelings, because if you receive those unsubscribes, I don't receive them any longer. I used to. And people used to tell me why. And sometimes they would say too many emails. So I knew that that person wasn't a good fit for me. So remember, you can build a business that you want and deserve, which means to any income level, you decide how much you work. Right now, it's in the morning for me. And Typically, I work about three hours a day, sometimes four. I'm writing a book now, so that adds about four hours a week to my work schedule. But at some point, I love what I do so much, and the hours are, you know, so so few, 15 to 20 max, that I don't think of it as work anymore. When you find something – I don't know who said this – when you find something that you that you truly love to do, you won't work another day in your life. And that's been the case for me since I came online in 2006. So visit my sites. I'd love for you to visit MondayMorningMellow.com. I talked about it quite a bit at the book fair where people said, well, are you blogging? I said, yes, I blog on three blogs, but on that one blog, Monday Morning Mellow, that's where my stories come alive. And I end up turning into books or scripts or screenplays or short stories. And my main site is Green.com. So please listen and subscribe to my podcast and connect with me at Connie Greenhouse at yahoo.com or on Twitter. It's now known as X, but it's twitter.com slash Connie Green. I want to connect with you.